Are you listening? Damn. Welcome into Crunch Time, the Monday edition. I'm your host, Joe Hamilton, alongside my trusty producer and co-host, Weezer Weir. Weez, how you doing? I'm all right, Joe. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. I had a pretty good weekend other than Saturday, but I'll get to that later. So, uh, kind of a setup what we're going to talk about. Well, real quick, you went to the Cardinal game today? Is that what I saw? I went to the Cardinal game yesterday. Yesterday. Let's just put it this way. I went to the one game I shouldn't have. Yeah. Should have gone today. (laughs) Or Friday. Or Friday night. Yeah. (laughs) I thought you were there Friday. No, I wasn't there Friday. Uh-huh. I wasn't there Friday. Um, hey, but but you can't blame me for the loss because I won four in a row before yesterday. That I, I was going to say, Joe, most so. teams lose the games you're at. Well, I mean, the Blues don't. I, I remember having a really good record when the, when I go to Blues games. Okay. All right. What about you? you what's your record going to sporting events real quick? I had the unbelievable record starting in high school. I saw like 70 Cardinal wins in a row through like eight years it was unbelievable i didn't see a loss that's a that's an amazing feat right there i know it was ridiculous it was absolutely ridiculous (laughs) oh man so we got a good show today uh talk about what we're gonna what we're gonna be doing here well joe we haven't done one of these in a while just the monday edition right yeah so i thought let's try something different here we haven't had a proper Joe knows, so let's try this Joe knows. Joe okay. knows sports radio. So this Ooh, Joe's okay. knows is brought to you by the Post Sports Bar and Grill. Remember, sports uh, the Post uh, cheesesteaks—they got great stuff, I and mean, they do trivia every Wednesday. So if you like trivia questions like I normally ask Joe, come out to any Post Wednesdays, 8 p.m. But for this Joe's Knows, we're going to do something a little different. I'm going to throw out a sports topic, and Joe, you're going to give me your sports radio take right on the spot. Does <laughs> Joe know sports radio? That's what we're going to do. All right, all right. I like it. I like it. Do you like this idea for the episode here? I do. I do. All right. So, I just want to know where your topics are. Oh, they're going to be all over the place here. <laughs> all right. So uh, there might be some easy ones. And there might be some hard ones. Just remember, a radio pro can fake his way through every argument. All right. Okay. The puzzled look on your face there already has me worried. No, I'm sorry. I had a pop-up on my screen. Nothing so, too dirty or anything. It's just... Man, you get pop-ups from certain websites, Joe. What websites are you going to here? Please, (laughs) not while we're doing the show, all right? Yeah, no. Hands where I I can see them, Joe. Hands up. All right. So, Joe, we'll start you off with an easy one here. Cardinals Twin Series. What do you think? Should have been a sweep. Uh, You have a way under 500 team who is a last place team. You take two of three from them. Yes, you love to win series, but you really needed to sweep the Minnesota Twins. Uh, yesterday's game, I believe, was a missed opportunity. I think they started the wrong guy. I and on top of that, they knew he didn't have uh, Jake Woodford didn't have it through the second inning, but yet Mike Schilt 
being the minor league manager he is, and yes, I said that, being the minor league manager he is, doesn't know how to take a pitcher out at the right time. Uh, I'm going to pose this to you real quick, Weez. Is it Mike Matheny-like, or is it worse than Mike Matheny? Ooh. Boy, first of all, Joe, real quick, right off the bat, great sports talk radio right there. You got you got some cliches in. You got you called the manager minor league. This is great. This is what we're looking for here, Joe. <laughs> but no, seriously, is it Mike Matheny or worse? Well, you an- you answer. This is well, Joe knows sports I, I think radio. It's, hey, I look. I see a lot of comparisons between how Mike Matheny used his bullpen to how Mike Schilt is using the pitching staff, bullpen starting rotation, whatever. Um, I, it's baffling, man. You know, as fans, we're it's like we can make moves better than the manager can, and that's kind of sad to think about. Well, every uh, fan so, thinks that, but that's another great sports story. We are on it, Joe. This is going but, great but, so far. But, but, Weez, come on, man. Like, is it worse than Matheny? Because I'm starting to think so. Well, let's see. There's a lot of comparisons. Uh, I will say we haven't blown any arms out yet. Uh, Seth Manis's arm hasn't fallen off in right field. Uh, Gallegos's might, if you uh, might want to see how how well that's held on there. Um, yeah, they're similar. Uh, I'm gonna say it's a little different because I think Matheny and the the first part had a better offensive team, so it's kind of hard to say. But I mean, what do, what do you want Schilt to do? Like they didn't have another starter. Like who who you said. Woodford was the wrong guy. Who was the guy you're pitching there, Joe? I use a bullpen start, and I, I if you're going to use Woodford, use him out of the bullpen. I'd say you start uh, TJ McFarland. You start one of those guys. Get a bullpen game out since you don't have Lester on the roster yet. As of Saturday, you didn't. Uh, you couldn't really go to uh, Jay Happy yet. They're going to be pitching this week. Yeah, but it, it, the problem is, like, you don't have a long bullpen guy in the, in there right now because you traded Gant. So who's your long guy? But he to, couldn't throw strikes. But who's your right long now. guy? And if you want to start a bullpen game, right, you got to have somebody in the bullpen chew up some innings. Who's your long guy in that situation? Woodford. They've that's called, who it was. Yeah, and they've called Ryan Helsley a long guy, believe it or not. Right, so. but it, it wasn't set up. It, it's like you had to go to Woodford. You hoped he had it. He didn't. You know, everything they preached about this team was depth, depth, depth in pitching. And quickly, spring training, there is no depth. (laughs) And, uh, before you go to the next topic, I do got to say the news I saw on um, Jordan Hicks today. um, It apparently uh, suffered a setback. So, hopefully, we see him this year. I'm not seeing... I'm not seeing a reason why we are going to see him this year. That's You're not sure. going to see him this year. That's 100%. I, I will put that there. You are not going to see him this season. And you might not even see him till like, part of uh, halfway through next season. June, July is what you're saying yeah. of next year? All right. All right, what do you got next? Joe knows sports radio? Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. That came out of nowhere, right, Joe? Your thoughts? He he always wanted to be a Laker. He lives in Southern California. Um, 
playing with LeBron James, you have one of the most dynamic do uh, dynamic three uh, three players on your roster. The problem is LeBron is a ball hog. Westbrook is a ball hog. So LeBron likes to share the ball a little bit more, but Westbrook will not share the ball. That's going to be an interesting uh, dynamic there because if, if they work well together, they do. This almost reminds me, Weez, of uh, when he was when LeBron was in Miami. You had Bosh. Were you going to say the big three? Wow, I was just going to bring that up. Yep, Bosh and Wade. Um, I I want to see this work. But I don't see how this works. That well, that's all I'm gonna say about did that. It work? I don't see. Did it work in Miami? It worked in Miami, but we all had the same questions, Weez. We all had right. the same questions going in, didn't we? No, I think we, they said they were gonna win six, and they won two. <laughs> A yeah. little short of six. So, Joe, exactly. Sports real question: How many championships will they win? I'm gonna say two. Wow. An aging LeBron and an aging Russell Russ book, but you heard it here from Joe. Go put did you money say on Russ, it. Did you say Russ book? I might what? have combined his yeah, name. Yeah, you there. you botched the that name. Right. Was... Uh, and then you have Anthony Davis, the biggest unibrow in the league. So, and he's not a bad player. Uh, you're forgetting Anthony Davis. I mean, that's a big I didn't say it. I was waiting puzzle. for you to say it. That was, this is your sports talk show. No, I, I know. I know. But you brought up LeBron. You brought up the old two players. I don't think Anthony Davis is that young either, Weez. So, he's like 25. Wait. Right? He, seems like he's been in the league forever, though. Hold on. Let's just pull it up here. I, I could be wrong about right, age. He's 28. He's 28. 28. Yeah, he, he's been in the league for a long time, it seems. So, How old are you, Joe? I'm tw- going to be 28. So you December. and him are the same age. And so December 6th is my birthday. So. Do you think he could – You think it, so are you re- regressing as a basketball player too? <laughs> no. Okay. I don't think I ever reached a peak as a basketball player either, but that's a different story. <laughs> Joe? He's pro- you could probably dunk on me. Sports radio question number three. We need one of those cheesy names like the core six pack. Right? Well, we need to get, we should get them as a sponsor first. Uh, you can't I don't just... drink cores. I drink Bud Light. I drink Bush. There you go. Joe, sports topic number three. All right. Texas, Oklahoma, S. E C collision course. That that's crazy to even think about. You know, I as I grew up, it was always Mizzou and OU as Big Twelve rivals. Big Eight rivals. O, hated rivalry <laughs> too. I mean, that was that was uh, those were fun games to watch too. Um, they weren't hated. Oh, you always destroyed us. Get out of here, Joe. Well, there was one game, and then then and then Pinkle got but it going. Do you a remember bit. what year that game was? I'm testing you now. Do you oh, remember the game seven. where Mizzou? Yep, it was crazy too. My my uncle, my uncle's a big OU fan. He couldn't stand that because I gloated like for a week after that. That was so much fun to watch. But no, you know what? What is college football now? 
Like anything else, we just, how many times have we said this? It's about money. I mean, and what do you mean? Do you get the We've most... said that. I say You've that. said that. You well, okay. I've been in the, the conver. Boat. Yeah, I'm starting to come around. Like, like in Jerry Maguire, you're slow, but you're coming around. That's probably the second time I've <laughs> said that on the show. Just like Jerry Maguire, show me the money, and that's what's that's what they're doing. What What's the delay though? What What is it? 2025. Yeah. I guess they're entering the SEC. Yeah, because it's called contracts, Joe. You have to. It's live called out contracts. Con- they probably have what four more years. Okay, that would make sense. I. Um. And the Big Twelve I, is going to fight it. They sent a letter to ESPN because ESPN is behind this. Now the exclusive rights holder for the SEC. Oh, they're like, uh, yeah, we'll take the bigger name teams in here. Guaranteed them to be on TV every week. Texas, I thought, was a team that was perennially on TV, even though they had their own network. Right. But I would now, thought they were always on TV anyway. They, they're always on. What I'm saying is now ESPN is, they're always going to be on ESPN is what they're getting. Right. If you if ESPN is the exclusive rights holder for the SEC and Texas is in the SEC, what, game, what channel is all the Texas game going to be on? ESPN. There you go, Joe. The variations of channels they have. I mean, how many ESPN channels are there? Like 30? I'm I'm being sarcastic. You know what I mean, Weezy. It's it's crazy. But Oklahoma, I never thought would leave the Big 12. Oklahoma, I thought would be a Big 12 lifer. You know, until that. There's no loyalty anymore. College football was all built on loyalty, right? You love right. college football because of the loyal, like college football fan. You're loyal to that university. You know, it's all it's the history of like, oh, Mizzou hates Kansas, uh, um, our, uh, Alabama hates LSU, or they hate Auburn. You know, those are the rivalries. It's all gonna be gone because the Super League that could not happen in soccer is coming to the NCAA. And as I predicted, I need to pull up the audio from my old podcast. I predicted that the NCAA would not uh, exist in six years. Three years ago, I said that. I'm halfway there. I'm looking pretty good. Yeah, you are looking pretty good. Um, Most of your predictions come true, man. What is it? The profit. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow, but... You know, it would be nice to have OU in the same conference as Mizzou, though, just to get that. There will be a rivalry still there. I mean, mm-hmm. they're trying to they're trying to force Mizzou and Arkansas, which down our throats, which that that's never a big rivalry. No one cares about that. Everyone cared about Mizzou and Oklahoma, and that's that Kansas. would be the only and Kansas. But I mean, Oklahoma, big time rival. It was not and a big time rival. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. No matter no, no matter what you want to say, Weez, I'm I'm gonna stick with that. It's, All right, it's a bit. Is Joe knows sports radio? So we'll give it to you. Is this number four? We're moving on to number four. All Joe, right. the Chicago Cubs were definitely sellers at the deadline. Right. What are your thoughts of them selling off the entire 2016 World Series championship team? Except Man. for. Jason Hayward, who they still have to pay and, $22 and, million. And Wilson, and Wilson Contreras. Well, yes. And, and Kyle Hendricks. But other than that, Bryant is gone. 
Rizzo is gone. Baez is gone. And, and you know, Kimbrell, whatever. I thought of all those players, Luis, that Anthony Rizzo was going to be going to gonna at least stay there and maybe sign back because he's been there through the tough times of yeah. the cup. You know, I mean, I understand getting rid of Bryant. Bryant reportedly turned down a $200 million extension from the Chicago Cubs. This was a while back, but the sad uh, part about the sad part about this is who are you going to go see on the Cubs now? Jason, uh, two, 205 hitting Jason Hayward. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe Wilson Contreras. Uh, do you really the, do? You, go ahead. The the Cubs here, they got a lot. They got what fourteen of the top twenty prospects in these right. trades. So mm-hmm. I mean, their rebuild is going to come quick. Uh, I think it, a lot Rizzo of Cubs could Rizzo could sign back, but yeah, and he's going to be. I mean, he's batting eight hundred with two home runs already for the Yankees. They're gonna they're gonna love they're gonna love Rizzo. He is a Yankee. I think he he looks weird in the jersey, but I think the Yankee fans are gonna love him. He's gonna resign with the Yankees because they need a first baseman. Look at Luke Voigt, former Cardinal, can't stay healthy, and now you have Anthony Rizzo coming to the Bronx and hitting like he is. Granted, it's two or three games. I get it, but. That's instantly going to be a fan favorite. He's going to be loved in New York, and they're going to, in my mind, they're going to re-sign him. Another guy that's going to re-sign in New York is going to be Javi Baez. Javi Baez is probably going to stay with the New York Mets. Their owner has deep, I mean deep pockets in Steve Cohen. So, and Mets fans are salivating, salivating over having... Baez and Lindor is your middle infield. That's insane. If Lindor could hit, he's not hitting this year. But defensively, that infield is insane. Yeah. Am I wrong? I mean, one of the best middle infield in baseball now. I mean, you can't, there are no arguments there. I mean, yes, you can say if Lindor was hitting more, blah, blah, blah. Defensively, they're, they're the best, yes. Okay, the funny part about these deals that went down, all three guys went deep in their first games with their new teams. All three guys. Pretty pretty common thing, huh? And not, not really. I mean, that's 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 that was crazy. <laughs> it, it, wow, but maybe maybe Javi Bay. I think those two guys sign in, in New York. The Giants, I don't think keep. Uh, Chris Bryant. That's the one guy who's gonna probably get go to. I'm not gonna say where he's gonna go, but I'm I'm gonna say right now he's not staying in San Francisco. If they were, if they were, if they were smart, they didn't. Br- I mean, did you see the Giants being good this year at all? No, I don't even think the Giants thought they were gonna be this good. <laughs> Dad thought they'd be a 500 team. Maybe, but. Yeah. yeah, now I mean this is this is nuts. They have one of the oldest rosters in baseball. They got the best record, Joe. Yeah, and with the oldest roster in baseball. Joe, did we just pull up a chair for your dad? He's giving better insight right now. Well, well, <laughs> he, well <laughs> I know, I know, but uh, and and also, 
I mean, you have Evan. Uh, well, Evan Longoria is not going to be back for a while. That's why you traded for Chris Bryant. He had a home run in his debut. The Giants are a team you need to watch out for. So, other than that, I mean, there, this trade deadline season, Weiss, has been one of the craziest in Major League Baseball history. Actually, the craziest in Major League Baseball history. The first 48 hours of it. It was a pretty crazy one, yeah. How about the two guys the Cardinals got? Ha- Jay Happ and John Lester. Let me ask you, Weez, were you waiting for a phone call from the Cardinals? Because apparently I mean, they were giving they, they were giving chances to 35 to 40-year-olds. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I was waiting. I've been waiting for a while. <laughs> I, hey, I, I'm sorry. I, someone made that joke to me the other day, and I just I knew I had to save that for you too. I could eat up some innings for this bullpen. <laughs> how could you, how hard could you throw at this point? Uh, and this your point, life? I got a torn labrum. My arm will fall off. It hurts when I throw. Uh, but I I mean I used to get up to like I was like a low eighty. <laughs> now I'm bad. Now I'm probably like a solid fifty five sixty. Yeah. With excruciating pain. So, I'd have to go see Dr. James Andrews before. Like, I will throw one pitch and then go collect my injury payment. Maybe that's what I'll do. All right, what do you got next? All right, Joe. Um, So, we'll just continue this. Who won the trade deadline day? And who lost? Um, Got to give us the loss. I got to say who lost the Washington Nationals. Granted, they were going to sell off anyway. But I would not. I mean, I understand trading Max Scherzer. Why Trey Turner? He's a young young star (laughs) in this league. Why would you trade in, uh, like, one of the the best up-and-coming shortstops there is? And... Yeah, and you heard him. I mean, that you when you steal bags like he does, I think base stealing is a lost art in this game. And when you have and when you have that, when you have that, it's it, it's not it's priceless. It's priceless to have that. And the fact that Juan Soto, as I like to call him now, Juan Solo, is still there. I'm wondering if he's gonna want out soon too. And the winner. I got to say the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yes, you had to give up Josiah Gray and Kibber Ruiz. Two top, two top prospects. But you get a young guy in Trey Turner. And you also get a 37-year-old future Hall of Fame strikeout throwing machine. That is Mike Scherzer. And, you, I mean... You can't go wrong. So I'm going to go Dodgers, winners, and Nationals, losers. I would say one of the biggest losers uh, was uh, the Padres just because they had to deal in place with Scherzer. And then the Yankees were like, uh, not the, the Dodgers were like, uh, hold my beer. Hold on. One one moment here. A lot of, granted, a lot of things had to get done in this trade. It wasn't going to happen in like 20 minutes. So you had to get those uh, medical reports and everything else. But yeah, I could see that. I could see why you would say the Padres. What about winners? Winner. 
Uh, well, it's got to be. It's got to be. It, it might be the Yankees. If you think about it, Yankees are sitting there like, eh, we're not that good this season. All of a sudden, you know, what, they're nine, they were nine games back. They're going to catch the Red Sox, I think. I think the Red Sox didn't do much to get that better. And they were kind of just, I think they were playing a little above their level anyway. Because I think, really, Alex Cora is a good manager. I really think. And But the Red Sox didn't do anything. I think the Yankees are going to end up winning the East. You're not giving the Tampa Tampa Bay Rays who swept the Red Sox this weekend and now a game and a half up any any credit, Weiss? Tampa Bay's right there. Toronto's Toronto picked up some pitching too, so they might be there. I just feel Yankees were the winner of that deal. The Rays didn't do too much, but they're solid to begin they with. They went out and got they went out and got Nelson Cruz. I mean, granted that, that wasn't, wasn't the, the day of the deadline. Yeah. But it, it's still a trade. I would have got a little more pitching. Just so, uh, uh, what was the, oh, what's the manager? I lost the manager's name. Kevin Cash. Cash can take him out in game seven when there's no need to. That's who I would have gone out and traded for. <laughs> uh, and the same pitcher uh, in, is now in San Diego and is not faring well because he can't go past five innings. But I, I, I digress. Um, All right, Joe. What are we right. on, five or six? I don't five. know. Esteban Osan powered Ooh. through and won his first Formula One race, beating Lewis Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton. What did you think about Esteban Osan's first career win in Formula One? And what's up with Lewis Hamilton right now? By the way, no relation. I wish I was related. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, that that's awesome to win your first race. Actually, I've don't really watch formula one it's it's sad but i stick to nascar when it comes to racing just because what did i tell you at the beginning of this what a true sports radio guy will just power his way oh yeah yeah so this is what we're going for here no it's good to it's good for him to get his first formula one um win but I will say, not knowing how long he's been, if he struggled a little bit more, if he had his fair share of struggles before he won, it'd be a great story. Um, so hopefully he has a he has a, a prosperous Formula One career. Is he a young guy in the sport? Yes. He's, I mean, yes. okay. So he's going to have a long career to go, and I believe it's it, he's going to have more wins on the, on the resume, that's for sure. Okay. Do you do you want to see you want to see how this is done here? Yeah. Okay. All right. I want I want to see which. Yeah. Okay. All right. Esteban Osan. Right. Here's this. Let me give steal a line from you. Here's a guy. Right. He's a young gum. <laughs> he tries for a smaller team. Alpine Racing. Right. They're not a powerhouse right. in Formula One. They're not Mercedes. They're not Red Bull. They're not Formula One. But you know what he did? He beat. Lewis Hamilton did. And I, you know what, Joe? I don't know what's going on with Lewis Hamilton. Formula 1 dominate. Hasn't won. He didn't win. I think, you know what? I think he's still suffering from side effects of COVID. I'm going to throw that out there. He had COVID last season. I think he's still suffering from side effects. He can't do these longer races. The hungry, the hunger, the hungry Grand Prix, the Hungarian. I don't know. The hungry Grand Prix. Hungarian? Hungarian's the word I'm looking for. The mad Hungarian. Al Herbowski 
You know, Al Herbowski was a closer. And you know who else was a closer today? Esteban Osan. Closed that race out just like the man Hungarian. In the Hungarian Grand Prix, Lewis Hamilton, your brother from another mother, uh, who makes a lot more money than you do. Uh, Obviously. I did, you know, longer Hungarian race. It was hot, you know, still suffering from COVID. Lewis Hamilton regained the championship lead today, though. So back to you, Jim. It's nice because I'd like to see Hamilton do well in something. I mean, (laughs) he's the most dominant Formula One driver of all time now, right? Are you aware of Lewis Hamilton? Yeah, I am aware of that. Yes. Okay. I am aware of that. Um, Great last name, by the way. Uh, But it'll be interesting to see how he shows in his next Grand Prix. When is the next Grand Prix? I think it's two weeks from now. I don't know. Do you know where it's at, Lisa? Hold on. Let's look. Uh, It is uh, the Belgium Grand Prix on August 29th. Oh, a little break here for the drivers. And then they'll Ooh, be coming be... to America later on this year. Where? October 24th at the Circuit of Americas in Austin. What a track that is. They go left and right there. NASCAR raced there earlier this season, Joe. Speaking of NASCAR, let's just, if you're, if you're in the mood, they're getting close to the playoff. The chase for the cup, I think, is what they call it now. I've lost track. It's, the, it's just the cup series. There's no title sponsor. So, Joe. Who's bringing home the cup this season? I hope it's anyone but the Bush brothers. Wow. No I, love I just for can't. Kurt and Kyle? Kurt more than Kyle, but I, I can't stand either one of them. Wait, uh, which I one like, do you like better? Uh, Kurt. Okay. So the I can't The guy that's been Kyle. fired from every race team he's ever raced on? <laughs> As you drink your gallon of water. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's it's true. It gets hot in those race cars, Joe. No, it does. I know. And and I envy those guys. Or I kind of actually, I feel bad for those guys. If I if I had the wrong wording, that's. Why do you feel bad for the guys that make a lot of money? Because no, because because you look at the conditions. On a hot day, let's say you're racing in Texas, right? Yeah. On a hot day in Texas during during the afternoon in the peak heating time, what is that car about 150 degrees? Yeah. And you're wearing all of that? I feel bad. I mean, hey. yes, you're making a lot of money. I get it, but That's why when people say race car drivers aren't athletes, I tell them, "All right, you go in and try." You ever driven one wheels? I have. What was the experience like? It was pretty fun. Like what what most people don't realize is how much like 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 there is like you really got to turn the car right there's a lot of weight but while you're turning your body is getting thrown towards the other side of the car because gravity is now working so you're pulling g-forces in the corner so you have to like actually fight to stay like your head if not your head's gonna be like up against the passenger side window (laughs) wow not the not uh, disagreeing there. It's just crazy. Not as many crazy G-forces even. that they turn in an IndyCar, which is more. But well, and, and also, I was watching drag racing today. There's a lot Let's of G-forces. How, yeah, exactly. But those are exactly. all linear. Like your head just gets thrown back. 
while in yeah, the, like, well, that, that's yeah. still a, that's still give you a whiplash like no one's yeah. business though, right? Well, you're pretty well strapped in. They strapped you in. Yeah, but drag racing, you're just holding on to the wheel and hope it doesn't move because if it moves, you're in trouble. Yeah, you're. Um, I'm not even gonna say it. But you know where I'm going with this. Um, I don't. But yeah, I'm hoping. I'm actually hoping for a Joey Logano win this year. Oh, Joey Logano, huh? Interesting. Yeah. I what think he you? won. He won on Bristol. He won Bristol he, Dirt. No, I mean, like... Uh, oh, um, championship, huh? Championship, yeah. What about pull, you? I was pulled for my man, Kevin Harvick. Uh, Kevin Harvick? Drives my favorite car, the Bush car. And, nice. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, you know, I just want, I just want better racing. I have a plan to fix NASCAR, but I'll save that for uh, another day. Because this is Joe yeah. Knows Sports Radio. Yeah. All right, Joe. Isn't it Sports Radio? No, anyway. I do the Sports Radio? Questioning if you know <laughs> Sports Radio. Yeah, Joe, all right. Is Adam Wainwright the MVP of the Cardinals? Yes. Another seven innings today. Um... He's not, and people need to realize this. He's not going to be great every time. He's carrying the St. Louis Cardinal rotation right now. Um, he, at 38 years old, 39, 39 38, 39, 40, at this point, it's, it, you're old, okay? He's an old guy in, ter- in baseball terms. 39 years old and still pitching like a 28 year old. I mean, yes, he doesn't have the same velocity he used to. But I kind of like those guys. I like kind of like those guys better than the guys who throw hard because they know how to pitch. Guys who, who throw hard, in my mind, just know how to throw, if that makes sense. No, um, they just know how to throw hard. That's all yeah. they do. No, Genesis, you know what I... Like yeah. I said, Genesis Cabrera is going to kill somebody. Well, Genesis Cabrera is tra- learning, I guess, control a little bit. But I still don't trust him. I don't trust Hennessy's Cabrera at all. The one guy in this bullpen I do trust, besides Alex Reyes, it well, yeah, you heard that, Helsley. But Giovanni Gallegos, and now I know what you're saying about his arm and and the fact that the fact that you know if, if Schultz keeps using him like Matheny used Seth Manis, his arm will fall off. Kind of, but I'm hoping that doesn't happen because he's become one of my favorite pitchers in his bullpen. He doesn't throw the hardest, but yet he's uh, reliable each and every time out. There might be an outlier here and there where he gives up a run or two, but he's been lights out for most of the time he's been out there. All right, moving on, Joe. Joe, we've all had bad breakups. Well, maybe not you. You have a bad breakup on The Sims or something? Um, maybe with some, maybe with a, jokingly with a hooker on GTA. But I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just those, kidding. Those breakups <laughs> usually end with a baseball bat to the head. <laughs> Joe's broken the record for most hookers ever bought in GTA. Actually, I've never. I'll be honest, Swiss. Someone said they'd buy me one, and I think it was you or someone else. Said they'd get me a hooker. I've, I've never, never gotten a hooker. In, I've never gotten a hooker in GTA. Never. 
right, I find that hard to believe. But we've all no. had bad breakups. Yeah. Evander Kane is going through quite one right now. <laughs> um, Your thoughts on the story, and if why don't you do the sports real thing and tell the people if they don't know what happened with Evander all Kane. All right. So, as most people that follow the hockey realm knows, Evander Kane had to file for bankruptcy a while back. Basically, no money, his contract is void, not making anything. So, it comes out a couple days ago that his wife alleges him of gambling on his own games, betting on his own games, and throwing games on purpose. The modern day Pete Rose is the only thing that I can think of right now. Because I don't, I, you gotta think this is true. You know what I mean? Some people would, uh. Why do you think it's true? Because he doesn't have any money to give her. Usually, when women make allegations like this to a guy, an athlete, it's usually to make a little money, right? But this is a, he has no this money. This is a wife. But, this is a wife going through a divorce, and to help win her case where she gets more money in a settlement. You, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm on either side here, but you usually try to make the other person look bad. Yeah, but that bad, that what? bad. I mean, I mean, I I know divorces can get a little ugly, but that bad. I I, I, I mean, I'm just it's, I'm throwing out there. I mean, I know. It's hard to say. They're gonna investigate it, and the investigation will be like we haven't found anything because that's what the, they can't come out and say because the integrity of the game. Where does this put the NHL now? Are, are the NHL in a bad spot? Because I'm starting to think so. I think the NHL needs to come out and just suspend them for at least 10 games. A year. Just, no, not a no. Year. Why? He's, he's suspended until the investigation is over, right? Because if you have these allegations, you can't have the guy out there playing until you prove him, A, guilty or innocent. If he comes back innocent and he's suspended a year, say they find out in December, like, oh, he's still suspended a year because nothing happened. No. You suspend him. On the, I wouldn't even, I would just put him on the not able to play. You still have to pay him his contract because if it turns out he does some of the shitty stuff, then the wife can get a little more money here. You think he did, Weiss? I mean, I know he's a piece of crap anyway. But I mean, I doubt it. He stooped this low. I mean, he had one of his best seasons. I think he had his best season offensively, right? It's, it's, yeah. okay. It's hard to throw a game as a hockey player. That's a team sport. I can throw a game in a golf match easily. Oh, I need this birdie putt to win, or I bet myself I'd finish third bogey putt, right? Individual sports, that's a whole lot easier. Tennis, throw a match, um, stuff like that. But hockey, where you have 25 other guys out there, it is hard to blow a game. Okay. Right? Yeah. I mean, what? You, you might you might have a little inside. You might bet, like, hey, uh, you know, my knee's a little wobbly. Uh, you know, somebody else somebody else has a lower body injury that they're you know is a little more serious than what they're saying, but he's gonna play anyway. And you're like, yeah, maybe, maybe there's some inside trading going on there a little bit, but I don't know. 
it, it is tough. It is blatant. It's so easy now to track stuff that if you're betting on sports, uh, like as a player, it's going to come out more more often than not. Yeah. So. Definitely. I just think maybe this is an ex-wife that's not happy, or not even an ex-wife yet, but mad, uh, mad at him and is like, and he's just not giving her money because he doesn't have to yet. Yep. He's being a shitty person for sure, but it is hard to say if he, if he, it, it, it would just be hard for me to accuse him of gambling on sports. Yeah. I, of a team it, sport. It just seems, it just seems like an outlandish accusation hockey would it would be one of the hardest to throw i really think baseball like a pitcher could easily be like "Eh, i mean hey since you brought it up paul DeYoung throws games to the cardinals all the time he's just not very good (laughs) i know i'm just trying to lighten the mood here um here we go um, well you got something else to add go ahead i i I have something else to add but it's kind of off topic Go ahead, um, sports radio. Your thoughts, your thoughts, your thoughts on Brendan Saad, that five-year contract. That that's the contract he got. Well, if you really want to hear my thoughts, um, check out last Friday's edition of the Free Agency podcast that we did right here on Crunch Time. Ooh, where we yeah, that's right, that's right. That. Oh yeah, uh, yep, 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 yep. My but, mind just goes. But go ahead. I, but I'll say it is a um, he's a better player than Schwartz. He's cheaper than what Shorts signed for. And um, he was really crucial to them in the playoffs there where they pulled him up to the McKinnon line, and he was creating room and making plays for McKinnon. So maybe he can create room for Perron, and Perron can start you know, getting a little more, a little more help there. And I think that top line is going to be really good. Create room for Tarasenko. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, but- I, I got sources that say... Uh, the things that have been going on behind the scenes are pretty much guaranteeing that uh, Tarasenko won't be here. All right, all right. I hope you're right because you need some of that cap relief. You're not gonna, you're not gonna, um, ret- you're gonna have to retain some of that salary. I mean, best case scenario, like Nin said, you're gonna, it's gonna be one million out. You would hope, but if you had the bet this time, that was forty minutes in. 42 minutes in where Joe drops the Nin reference. But it was 40 minutes in, though. You have to give me uh, give me some props on that. All right, what's next? All right, this is the classic sports radio curveball for Joe Knows Sports Radio. Joe, what's the best sandwich in St. Louis? Best sandwich in St. Louis. Um, it's a tough one. Um, I'm pretty, pretty picky in a sense, but... Picky how? From what, like, do you not like, like certain things? I don't like certain things. You like, know? what don't you I'm like? Not, I'm not like a tomato person. You know what no, I mean? I don't like so, the texture. I love, the like, ketchup, tomato sauce. I don't like the textures of tomatoes. All right, so you're with me then. Yeah. Uh, but I got to say in terms of I've heard my dad talk about him over the years. Adriana's. Are you just giving me hearsay on these sandwiches? Have you not had these sandwiches? I'm I'm not. Here's the thing, though. Yeah, I'm I'm more of a plain type of guy, though. Like if I, it would be a lot easier for me to ask because I'm sure you've had more sandwiches, big time sandwiches, than I have. (laughs) 
in a sense. Yeah. So, but you know, I'd have to say, actually, my mom used to work at Amagetti's. Those were pretty good. You know, Amagetti's I, made a good sandwich. The, I would have put it this, up there. Okay, here's what I would get: salami, American cheese, okay, and pickles. That's a pretty good sandwich right there. I mean, uh, yeah, it is. Why don't that, you ever go down to mind, Joya's and get the hot salami with cheese and pickles on it? They're famous for their hot salami. I need to. I bet I'd love Joya's hot salami. Adriana's is good. Uh, I mean, the hill is going to be probably one of the best spots. Well, in fun fact, my dad used to live on top of Adriana's when it was a, when it was a store. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was called Rumbelos Market. Hmm. And he he used to live on top of it, so every time my grandma would want cigarettes or something, my dad would have to go downstairs and get... It, it was kind of cool. Kind of cool to think about because my dad showed me, I'm like, you lived on top of a store? That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that's a good spot right there. Did they, yeah. sell, did they sell sandwiches at that store at the time or no? I don't, think, I don't know if they sold sandwiches there at Why the time. Why don't you ask him? He's right there. Dad, did they sell sandwiches at the time? Dad said Leotis was good too. He said yes, they did sell them at Rumbelos, and uh, yeah, Leotis so, was good too. Just to answer the question, Joe, where's the best sandwich you've had in St. Louis? You're about to tell me something. Amagettis. Amagettis. No, That's a good one. R.I.P. to Amagettis, right? Is there that still sucks. one out? Is there still one out on, on Rock on, Hill? Yes, yeah. but yeah, that but it's not the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah, the place it took over went well, and then after they sold it, the place it took the over. The place it took over was yeah, okay. Well, even I as guess. it was running as Amagetti's, it wasn't as good, and they got real skimpy on the size of the sandwiches. Kind of felt like a ripoff. Yeah, I think best value for a sandwich, like for like quality sandwich, it's a big size for a good price is Mom's Deli. Mom's Deli, that's a good one. Um. And then what else? Uh, you know, there's so many. Gramophone has good sandwiches. Uh, Emma used to work at this place in Glendale called uh, Westwood Catering. They have great sandwiches. Oh, yeah. She told me about that when I saw you trivia. Yeah. And then so. Uh, Didn't yeah. she get her company cater to the Stanley Cup party? They did. So, yeah, she was at Tom Stillman's uh, private party. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, Joe. What do I have? I have a, just a few more, I think. Quickly, uh, before you do that, I yeah. went to Salt and Smoke tonight. Really Ooh. good. Which one? Uh, the one on Hampton. Uh, not too far from me. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy Salt and Smoke. What'd you get? I got the pulled pork sandwich. Ooh, I, so, everybody says sugar fire, sugar fire, sugar fire, right? Sugar yeah. fire is so overrated and you know why why sugar fire overrated they don't make good pulled pork mm-hmm you need to make good pulled pork yeah your uh barbecue yeah did you I mean, have you know... go ahead go ahead i also had the their fries their fries yeah. are garlic fries i oh, i yeah. didn't know that's that's awesome that's awesome did you get the burnt end toasted raviolis no, I didn't get the burnt and toasted raviolis. I will next time, though. That is a mistake on your your part. Yes, I, I will get that next time. But um, 
uh, next time I got to try the ribs. I have yeah. to. We were going to have them cater our wedding. We were thinking about it, but they were a little expensive. And who wants to eat barbecue at a wedding, right? Yeah, I'm in a nice Especially suit. wearing, yeah, nice tux. <laughs> Emma's in a and- white white dress. No, barbecue is a no-no for a wedding. Pasta isn't either, and yet I see people eating pasta at a wedding reception all the time. Yeah, I mean, pasta, you can have pasta. Pasta's a little yeah, cleaner. but what if that sauce gets on you, though? Well, you wear, you wear, wear the napkin like a bib. <laughs> all right. All right, Joe. The um, Olympics are going on. Yeah. Joe No Sports Radio. What's your favorite story of the Olympics so far? Story-wise, can I, can I go to Simone Biles' route for a minute? Sure, yeah. Let's hear your thoughts. The fact that Simone Biles is being called soft is asinine. I, I, how in the hell? Do you realize she has the, f- not the fate of the world, but like she has the weight of the world on her shoulders. Weight of a country on her shoulders. Yeah. She's already the best gymnast in U.S. history. Right. In in the Olympic. In, yeah. Olympic U.S. history. And you're going to call her soft. It's random it's, people. It's And it's and people in uh, sports talk radio doing this. What it's I love, sad. What I love about the Olympics is every four years, somebody comes around and they claim to be experts in gymnastics, right? Right. They don't know shit about gymnastics, right? Ex- you could, exactly. You can't, you can't land a flip. Most of these guys came and do a fucking cartwheel, right? So mm-hmm. to say um, that, oh, uh, you can't do it because you're soft. Like, this is a mental. She's doing things that no other person ever has ever done. She's doing spins and flips that are, are record setting. And if you can't, if you can't find your spot, which is she, she has the yips, right? She can't, think, yeah. she can't remember. Uh, then, you know, like, don't do it. It's not safe. Like if, if, you know, if you have the yips in uh, golf, right, you're going to miss putts. That's not, you're not going to land on your head. Like, the only times I remember the yips hurting somebody in baseball is when Chuck Knobloch had it, and he threw the ball into the stands and hit Keith Oberman's mom. Well, what was what uh, Rick Ankiel had? Did he yips. have the yips? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, was Rick Ankiel soft when he said, I can't pitch anymore? Yeah. He right? wasn't no. soft. He's not. No. And, and, and here's the other thing, like... She's the only uh, gymnast on the team that went through the sexual assault trial. And I almost kind of thought this is like a protest of the gymnastic thing. And I kind of think she's just kind of giving you a big F you to them. Like, hey, you guys really effed up for years. And you know what? I'm just going to sit this one out and kind of it's like a silent protest of how they treated these girls for so many years and just turned a blind eye. It's like 150 victims. It's ridiculous. How about this? Since we're going on uh, the Olympics, I was watching Olympic softball, okay? It's at a baseball stadium, mind you. You're telling me you're not going to build a dugout? These girls are standing outside, maybe a few tents, but you're not going to give them a dugout? Are you kidding me? I don't I, think that just 
I don't think what? softball normally has dugouts and all. Yeah, they yeah they do. Yeah, they I don't do. know. What's the difference it, if they're sitting under a tent or in a dugout? No, they're not even. These tents aren't even sitting like sitting under size, like really small, and they're and no one's standing under them because they're too small. I don't know. Do no dugouts. It just doesn't make any sense, though. Baseball, you have a dugout no matter what level. Hell, I go watch my cousin's game. Where's he in? A dugout. Just something. All right, Joe. I, I just, I'm sorry. It just what gets a crazy nerves, hot man. take to take for the Olympics. We got no, all this no, no. great games, well, some and, epic and, stories, people winning multiple medals, well, and Joe's yes, out here. Winning. Sports talk radio take. No dugouts in softball? I love it, Joe. That's where I no. was hoping we'd go. But, but we seriously, though, uh, the U.S. is cleaning up and swimming, which I'm liking. Yeah. Because I didn't know what, what was down the pipeline other than Michael Phelps on the men's side, so it's pretty good. Joe, uh, what sport have you enjoyed watching the most because of the ladies? Actually, What's... dude, I... Um... Yeah, Which is well, a lady? Well. Is a lady caught your eye in the Olympics? Have you? Do you have a crush on a certain athlete yet? No, I don't. I, I don't. Shockingly, but uh, just love them all. Yeah, they're they're all uh, they're all really good, really good. It's it's scary. Some of them could beat me. Actually, all of them could beat me. Joe, like every athlete there could beat you, and 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 even in a sport they don't compete in. Joe, if you yeah, were it's gonna, like, it's like saying I could beat you in beer pong. That would never happen. It, Joe, if if you were gonna win a medal, what what sport do you think it would be? Ooh, that's tough. I'd have to work real hard at it. Well, but I'd duh. say ta- they do this table for years. T- no table tennis. I could. For some reason, I thought water polo. But for some reason, I thought you could be. A what great about player. handball? What about handball? I was a great handball player in high school and college. I used to play that all the time. It was a fun, ga- fun game. It's a fun, ga- it's a fun game to watch. Really, I know it's fun. I kind of wish I would have like pursued it. I think I could have been an Olympic. I got a little bit of gun. You know, with all with surfing becoming an Olympic sport now, I got a question: Why isn't bags an Olympic sport? If surfing is, why is bags out? Because look at the guys that play bags, and look at the people that surf. One look like athletes, the other look like they drink cases of beer on the nights to play bags. Alright, fine. Same thing with bowling, right? Kind of, yes. The lion and kingpin. <laughs> look at all these world class yeah. athletes and they're all smoking, <laughs> drinking, they're all 300 pounds. <laughs> Just a reminder though, bowling show, Friday, it's crunch time. Yep, yep, yep. You knew where I was going there with that. but Alright, uh, Joe. It's time for right. the final Joe Knows Sports Radio. Joe, this is what this is what this one is. You have the mic. Any hot take you want to spit, any subject, and then you close her down for the week. Joe, Sports Radio Gold is coming your way with Joe Hamilton on twelve twenty seven. The fan. Wow. Okay. Um, or do you want to give me another station name you'd like? No, it's cool. It's cool. But, How about um, twelve seven? The Joe, the average Joe. That's what we're the average. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I'm going to go back to free agency and something we didn't cover or didn't cover at free agency. And that was Philip Grubauer. How the hell this guy got what he got is absolutely stunning to me. Um, I never thought he was a Stanley Cup goaltender. A lot of people, I think that Avs team is a little bit overrated. I still think they're that one-line team that they were. And it's starting to become that again. They're not going to be at the top long, guys. So, this is the time for the Blues to take the Central Division. The, uh, my prediction. Mark it down, folks. The Blues will win the Central Division with 110 points. All right, guys. Mark it down. You know Please. the rules. When Joe makes a prediction, you take the opposite. So head over, <laughs> head over to FanDuel, make your bets, and uh, yeah, I would pick anybody but the Blues to win the Central because the Joe, the Joe guarantee is over. I was suspecting more. I'm of a gonna hot win take, one Joe. of these. No, I'm I, I'm gonna win one of these. I wanna I wanna I was expecting more. I'm writing this down. I'm gonna mark it down in my book here, and we're gonna go. Blues, Central, 110 points. This is August 1st. Put it down. Joe, you should go to the boat. Let's just see here. Let's just look real quick and and realize. Let's see how much that will win. Uh, how much that will win you if you bet them to win the NHL Central. Central. Yes. I'm stalling here as I pull it up. This is what a good producer does. I, a, a better producer would have gave you a uh, a topic to go off on. I was looking, in all honesty, Joe, I, was, I wanted a hotter take, man. I know. I know you did. I want but... dugouts. I want, I want, you know, instead of dugout, you know, dig your own hole or something. <laughs> did you just come, off, uh, come up with that on t- off the top of your head? Yes. All right. More NHL. Hold on. Odds to win NHL Central Division. This is what we need. I have another hot take, but I'm going to save it for the Friday show. Just oh, because just give it's it now. Wrestling, it's wrestling related. Okay. I think Vince McMahon sells the WWE. Whoa. I think it's coming. It's coming soon. That's called a deep tease. That's coming soon. Why the, Why the hell else would you release Bray Wyatt? But and we'll talk about that on a Friday show. Those words mean nothing to me, Joe. As I pull this up, this is getting a little, a little annoying hard. because you oh, don't here we know. Go. The, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It just doesn't. They don't have the odds up here. But if you got the odds for the Blues to win the Stanley Cup. Plus thirty four hundred. Uh, they're plus uh twenty eight. Some places are plus five. Plus five hundred. Anyway. Yeah, Joe, okay. you're gonna win. I found it. If you put a hundred dollars down, you can win eight hundred dollars <throat> for the Blues winning the Central. Okay. So, folks, you can take that and see what, you, see what, see what happens. Yep. 
All right. You got Joe. anything else? No, that's that's all I got. All right. Thank you guys for listening at home or wherever you are listening to this. Uh, for my esteemed producer, Weasel Weir, I'm Joe Hamilton. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to listen to the Friday show. And always come back next week. Until then, I'm Joe Hamilton. See ya.